We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jesse has brought his whiteboard with him tonight, so uh, we're going to do a little bit of whiteboard. I, I I believe there were a couple questions that came up, um, a couple of different things I wanted to get to real quick. Brent Smith asked, what is Drake Bowen's status? I think it was answered in the chat. Marcus Freeman said yesterday that uh, he is expected to play this weekend, or at least be available to play this weekend against North Carolina State and there was a question uh, that I asked her. One of the one of the injury questions. Rakeem Ashford, the uh, the safety, and when we recorded this, uh, I believe before Dave Doran made the announcement that Ashford, the safety who was injured against UConn, is uh, not going to be available for North Carolina State this weekend against Notre Dame. So Ashford is expected. To be out, Drake Bowen for Notre Dame is expected to be available after missing last week. How you doing today, Jess? I'm doing well. It's an easy mo- or Tuesday of work. Um, didn't have to work Monday, unlike uh, the rest of I- Irish breakdown. Yesterday was a clean day off for me, and this is my first time looking at myself on camera. It looks like I got a little <laughs> sun this weekend, so uh, I am I am pleased all around right now. I'm, I've come back refreshed. I was able to watch. Uh, majority of the Notre Dame game, I won't lie, you know, w- once the third strings kind of made their way in, that's uh, kind of when my my interest started to part. And I had when your other, day ended. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I had Labor Day weekend obligations of camping and, you know, seeing the girlfriend's family and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it was it was good to see Notre Dame take care of business early um, against Tennessee State. And I think that's something that we haven't seen. I can't tell you the last time I saw that in back-to-back weeks, you know, blowout type uh, type victories. You know, Notre Dame would sneak one in Especially here and there over the season. Over over you know over the past couple of seasons, but back-to-back victories like this uh, has me buzzing. And I, I texted you earlier today uh, for all the listeners too. If I were everyone in here, I would hammer that Notre Dame uh, spread against North Carolina State right now. It's only sitting at minus seven. I've seen it at seven and a half. I don't think either of those are accurate. Uh, NC State beat a bad, bad UConn football program by 10 points. And 
what we've seen out of Notre Dame, I, I just think they're going to handle North Carolina State this week. So I'd get that. I'd get that spread before it goes up. I guess is what I'm saying. I tend to agree with your logic. However, <laughs> you tried to apply the transitive effect last week because Hawaii played <laughs> close on the road with Vanderbilt, and therefore you said, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I like Hawaii money line to beat Stanford." Yeah, How'd that work out for you. That one backfired a little bit. Uh huh. But- uh-huh. You talked me into it too. So thanks. <laughs> you know, there's you can't win them all. There's always going to be losses. By the way, Corey wants to know why you were wearing the hoodie tonight. Uh it's you know, it's it's cold in our house. I like to <laughs> like to, to work in the hoodie. Okay. I mean it's hot outside. I know it's hot outside here. If you've if you've got that air cranked up, you know, maybe you know, dial it down a little bit. The old electric bill wouldn't be so high. Just, you know, just a little, just a little advice, a little tip. Food for thought. Uh, Do you want to, you know, this is a good question, Brent. How bad is UConn though, really? I mean, they're better under But their football program was on the, the verge of being shut down. Yeah. And that's like. How far down did NC State play? How far up did UConn? Like, is UConn actually improving? That's that's what was kind of hard to figure out in watching that game last week. I mean, we know what Notre Dame has done. They have, you know, they have uh, socked a couple of uh, teams, one worse, I think, than the other. But we've seen Notre Dame perform at a very high level. I just – I. Figuring out which which team, you know, that I feel pretty confident though. Like you're saying, if you, if with, you, with Notre if Dame you against truly NC believe State, in what Notre that Dame way. is going to accomplish this season and what they've shown so far, that minus seven line is insulting, in my opinion. If you're, <laughs> well, it is a road game now. Minus yeah, seven on the road Notre Dame's means only a touchdown better than North Carolina State. I think you have bigger problems for the rest of the season. Okay, well, I think everyone has circled this game since the since probably last year as soon as last year's you know last season ended this was kind of the unofficial beginning to the season I think a lot of people thought so Notre Dame's got two games under their belt having played very well and they were able to show off a lot of depth in both of those games and uh, that's why I feel very confident about them going into this game What's the best thing you saw on Saturday? That's what the whiteboard is all about today. I mean, why are we why are we dancing around this right now? Just bust <laughs> out the whiteboard and tell us what the best thing is you saw in Notre Dame's win over Tennessee State. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, Flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. I'll give a little bit of background here and then we'll we'll get into... Um, three, three whiteboards that I have that I think, uh, kind of further back the best thing I saw this weekend. Um, and I think this is going to be a kind of a fun segment, uh, going forward because it it gives a good recap of, you know, the best thing I saw from the weekend. It gives you my, uh, perspective and, and opinion, but you know, Notre Dame, first of all, getting their young guys experience is one of the best things I saw this weekend. And I think the reason why that's so important is because in games like Navy um, and Tennessee State, you can roll out five running backs, um, Rico Flores, Jaden Greathouse, um, all of the, the, the young guys, and, and get them experience because it's clear that Marcus Freeman wants these guys to have an impact down the road. But you get them comfortable by inserting them in games like this and getting them experience like this because down the road later in the season you want your best athletes on the field as much as possible so that's the first best thing i saw this weekend is just the great experience that a lot of these young guys are getting because it's going to have them prepared for higher leverage higher state games uh going for it concur and michael johnson saying tennessee state played a lot of two deep safety and in last week's whiteboard you showed us what their defense would look like And what did you tell us about Notre Dame in the passing game? You said that it would be probably difficult for Notre Dame to be able to take some deep shots 
against Tennessee State, I believe. Yeah, so uh, in last week's Thursday whiteboard, I, I kind of gave a brief overview of the pros and cons of a 4-2-5 defense, and that's going to show up here in my whiteboard in a little bit. Um, but the primary focus in a 4-2-5 defense is that it's a bend-don't-break defense. They, they have six guys in the box so they can cover the run game, and then they have five guys in coverage, essentially, with a rover that plays you know, linebacker slash coverage, depending on the play. And, and what you're going to see is a, a lot of cover four, a lot of cover two, and you you, you don't have the opportunity to take deep shots um, on this on this defense. And so what Notre Dame needed to do and what they did is they got in a lot of trip looks, trips looks, you know, maybe that was wide receiver tight end trips looks. Maybe that was three wide receivers trip looks. Maybe that was spread out. Maybe that was in bunch. But what they needed to do was take advantage of screens, and plays over the middle or like five-yard curl routes, 10-yard curl routes, a lot of intermediate routes because the deep stuff wasn't going to be there, and that's just the backbone of the 4-2-5 defense. All right. You're uh, you're kind of toying with everybody's emotions right now. They came here for a whiteboard, and they want whiteboard. So <laughs> are you going to bring out whiteboard or not? Yes. Let me uh, – this is an important sequence. So I got to make sure I get the, the first one. All right. So you let me know uh, when we're on the screen. There you go. It's up. It's ready. All right. So you might um, want to zoom out just a shade because we're missing a little bit of uh, the offensive backfield on on screen right now. I don't know what you can see. Oh, yep. Give me one second here. Um, It gives me it gives me uh, there. Does that fix it? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so going into the second best thing I saw this weekend is the Notre Dame offense absolutely abused the Tennessee state linebackers. Um, and if they were going to be successful, that's what they had to do. You have to attack the side away from the Sam, uh, or the Rover and the Rover, the Sam is going to be on the strong side of the formation, um, or, or the passing strength of the formation. So in all these plays, I will highlight the uh the rover and kind of explain what they did to abuse um the the, the will linebacker this okay. this linebacker um over here so uh blue circle is is the rover um and again he's passed or lined up to the passing strength of the field um and then obviously the will is going to be the weak side backer um and so this this play was uh i believe either first and ten or no, no, that yeah, this is first and 10. Notre Dame's first drive falls on the 36 yard line. Uh, Notre Dame is in 11 or sorry, the uh, 12 personnel right now, two tight ends on the field. Sam Hartman's under center, he's got a running back um, behind him, and then he's got two wide receivers uh, split out on either side of him. And the ball is at the middle of the field. So, this play is important because it's a setup play, um, it, it's a sequence play. So, what happens on this play is Hartman play action. Um, and, and the play action is directly at the will linebacker. And, and Sam Hartman tries to roll out. Um, nothing is there. Um, and he gets he gets tackled for like at, at the line of scrimmage, essentially. It's that play right on the sideline where he, it's play action and he hands it off. And again, Notre Dame was trying to, I think, attack too deep downfield. And there simply wasn't enough there. They had three guys running routes on four defensive backs. So nothing was there. Sam Hartman rolls out. He gets hit on the sideline. Um, and immediately, and why this play is important is because the rover or the strong side linebacker in this play, he has to come down here and, and make a one-on-one -on -one tackle with Sam Hartman. Do you remember this play? Yeah, vaguely, but yeah. So 
as they're lining up for the next play, this guy that just made the tackle on Sam Hartman is given a tap on the top of his helmet. And what that usually means is I need a blow, you know, right. I'm, I'm tapping out. Yeah. I need to get out of here. And so I think Notre Dame notices this. Um, and then this is going to lead me uh, to my next play. Let me present this one for you. Okay. Uh, so we can get it up on the field. This is second. Oh, no, wrong play. Sorry. Sorry. Um, let me get the right one. The very next play is second and 10 um, from the same yard line. Um, and, and this time we have ball on the right hash uh, trips to the field side. So the left side of the field. And do you notice here how far out this trips is space? The number three wide receivers on the line of scrimmage, the number one wide receivers on the numbers, and then the two wide receivers basically splitting the difference um, Notre Dame is in 11 personnel out of shotgun. So they have the tight end to the boundary side of the field, and then they have the, uh, the running back to the field side of the field. So technically Notre Dame right now has four kind of passing attacks to the field side. So that's going to be the, the passing strength. So again, if I, if I highlight the Rover um, in this case, the Rover is going to be this guy, because again, he is, the field side, you know, passing strength. And then mm -hmm. the, the, the Sam linebacker um, is going to be, sorry, the, the will linebacker is going to be into the boundary because again, it's set away um, from the passing strength. And I told you last play, the guy that had to chase down Sam Hartman and he's asking for a blow. Well, now he's playing Mike linebacker because I think they've got into a more passing down. It's second and 10. They substituted out their traditional Mike linebackers. So technically they have kind of three, three linebackers who are more geared uh, for the, for the run in this case. But this guy right here is the guy who asked for the blow. So Notre Dame knows this guy is tired. They can see that from the box. Um, so what do they do? They run uh, again, they attack the wheel side of the field and, um, all of their linemen block down. They pull both of their guards into the boundary, and then they allow their left tackle here to release up to the safety. And so basically what you have is you have a right guard on a linebacker. You have a left guard on a linebacker, and then you have the left tackle sealing off the safety. <laughs> all, all the running back has to do is make one guy miss. And when these linebackers are so tired because they have to play run and pass, right? Sam Hartman just made this guy read play action and then roll all the way out to the sideline and tackle him. He's gassed. Uh, so what Notre Dame does is they pull, they, they bring their guards right at these tired linebackers. Um, and Jeremiah Love just does his thing. He makes one guy miss, and he scored a touchdown. But again, this is because they abused these linebackers. They gassed these linebackers the entire game. They made them play the run, and then they also made them play the pass on the perimeter. And it showed because these guys were tired. And the last thing you want as a tired linebacker is two guards pulling at you um, in the run game. Yeah, no kidding. So that sequence, even though it didn't look like a big deal, right, because Sam Hartman got tackled for a no gain um, on a play-action rollout pass, well, that still manipulated these linebackers and gassed them out. And then on the next play, when you bring two pulling guards at them, it, it's it's pretty much game over. So I that was one of the best things I saw this weekend, just that sequence of them abusing those linebackers in the pass and run game and, and just really making them, you know, worn out. And that's ultimately uh, what won them the game. And again, when you can spread out these wide receivers with the trips, I mean, 
you, you you're essentially making this half the field, right? Like again, these guards only have to worry about, you know, two linebackers and the rest of these linebacker or sorry, defense offensive linemen are down blocking on these defensive linemen. Jeremiah love just has one guy to miss and he's walking into the end zone. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. I love it. I think that just so far we've seen more manipulation, like you've talked about, with with how they line up personnel to give themselves better advantages. Just just like you're talking about right there, you put three receivers on the other side of the field to the to the field side of the field, and then you run into the boundary where you have fewer guys to to have to account for, and boom, your fastest guy on the field at the time scores a touchdown. Yeah, and that's why it's so significant that Notre Dame has a five five running back rotation. Is the linebackers are gas, but these running backs are coming in with fresh, fresh. legs, play after play after play, and that's just so important um, in this offense. And then there was one last play I wanted to get into. So that scored Notre Dame's first touchdown, um, and then this play was was the touchdown, uh, the second touchdown that Sam Hartman did his little flip into the end zone. Um, and again, I, I want to go over this play because what do we have again? We have another variation. Why don't you of, blow this one up a little bit? I think you've got some room. You can make this. There you go. So Notre Dame is in uh, what would be considered 11 personnel right now. So one tight end and one running back. Um, they got two wide receiver balls on the left hash. Um, they got two wide receivers to the field side and then the tight end to the field side. So that's just a variation of trips. Um, and then you have a, a single wide receiver uh, to the boundary. And then your running back is also on the field side. So you have four kind of, you know, skill position players into the field right now. And again, this play absolutely abuses the linebackers. This was an RPO look. Um, Sam Hartman. And, and for for the people that are watching live right now, it's going to be easier because I telestrated with different colors, basically who's accounting for who. Um, and so it, this is a. An RPO look, Sam Hartman fakes the dive to Audric Estime, um, and then the corresponding linebacker to the field side has to step up, right? And so those two guys have essentially taken each other out. Um, and in this case, the tight end is coming across the formation in the RPO look. You don't know if he's going to be a lead blocker or is he going to flare out into the flat for some sort of pass. Um, in this case, the tight end decoys as a, as a blocker um, and occupies – the, the the boundary side linebacker and the boundary side um, defensive back. So he takes out two players without having to do essentially anything. So what does that leave? That leaves Sam Hartman one-on-one uh, -on -one with a backside linebacker that has to scrape over the top. Um, you saw Sam Hartman make that guy miss. He jumps into the end zone. And that's an easy touchdown just because of how they were able to manipulate the linebackers once again. And Audric Estime takes out this linebacker. Uh, the tight end occupies the, the, the boundary side linebacker and the defensive back. And now you have, again, one linebacker or safety, um, in this case, the rover that has to scrape entirely over the formation and, and try to make a tackle on Sam Hartman. Um, and we saw what happened. So, again, uh, Notre Dame achieved significantly by abusing these linebackers all day long because, you know, Notre Dame has a physical offensive line and running back. So, you know, they have to, um, what's the word, respect that physicality in the run game. Okay, well, if you're going to do that, then we're going to make you have to, you know, flare out and, and, and be um, a coverage linebacker as well. So 
that was the best thing I saw. Just Notre Dame manipulating those linebackers in a 4-2-5 defense all game long. Love it. Good stuff. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. A couple questions before we move on. Uh, someone wants to know what's the hat? You got some love for the hat going on. Yeah, this is tonight. just an all black uh, Notre Dame hat with a shamrock on it. Pretty simple. Can't remember where I found it. Um, but it was, uh, it was, it's one of my favorites, you know, cause you can wear black with just about anything. Yeah. Go Irish. Thanks for the super chat. Super chat. He says, Jesse, thanks for the whiteboard. See, learn so much. Maybe in the off season, you can do some dedicated one-on-one videos. Thanks go Irish. I appreciate that. I always, I, it's funny after every whiteboard, um, I always <laughs> walk away feeling like, did I make things more confusing? Did I over explain? <laughs> did I under explain? I never know if I hit it on the mark, but I appreciate it. And I, I, Michael Parks brings up my favorite part of that Jeremiah Love uh, uh, touchdown run. Just seeing Big Joe Alt run down the field to the third level um, and get in, get in the way of a, a defensive back was something good to see on that play because he didn't mm-hmm. have to block him. He just had to get in the way of him. But yeah. he releases immediately and uh, he gets like 10, 15 yards down the field untouched and he just walls off that safety so i thought that's that was someone you wouldn't want to see play. running full speed at you either no it's like seeing zach martin back. pull off uh pull mm-hmm. in, in the run game as well i just i wouldn't as, especially as a defensive back i would not not be looking forward to that michael says can we appeal the fake targeting call we uh we we touched on that extensively last night fortunately for Antonio Carter, it at least occurred in the first half, which means that all he had to do was sit the second half. So suspension, whatever, you know, like he doesn't have to miss any time this week. He just had to sit the second half of last week. So whatever. Think- and Ma- Marcus Freeman said yesterday that he agreed with the call that because he led with the crown of his helmet, that that's why it was called targeting. So. I just to get off of a, uh, you know, best thing I saw, but worst thing I saw this weekend was the, the, the botching of those plays, because 
I don't care if you're going to call the targeting on Notre Dame, which I don't think it was. I thought he led uh, with the shoulder and then the runner declared himself and lowered his helmet on his own. Completely right. different story. But you can't tell me that that play is reviewable, but the hit on Devin Ford isn't reviewable. You have to, you have to, if you're going to review that one, you should have reviewed the Devin Ford one because the Devin Ford one was more egregious, but somehow it wasn't reviewed and no targeting was called. And what's ridiculous is while Devin Ford was, you know, down prone on the field and being attended to by the training staff and the medical staff inside Notre Dame Stadium on the large, screen video screen you know whatever you want to call it jumbo scriptron whatever they showed the hit multiple times to which is basically telling the replay crew look this is a helmet to helmet hit and the explanation that marcus freeman got was well he hit with his forehead not the crown of his helmet so that wasn't targeting it's a helmet-to-helmet hit is still targeting. It does not have to be the crown of the helmet. It's just that if it is the crown of the helmet, in the case of Antonio Carter, then it automatically becomes targeting. It, but it still does not have to be the crown of the helmet. Helmet-to-helmet is still targeting. And the fact that they didn't even review it is just beyond ridiculous. So, um, Last worst thing I saw of the weekend, what was Eddie George doing with his quarterbacks, his his starting quarterback opened the drive, went all the way down the field and got him a field goal. And then the next possession after the fumble, he's switching quarterbacks. I know. I just, it, it, it gave me nightmares of Brian Kelly all <laughs> over again. It's just, I don't understand that. A guy is hot. He, you know, there was, he, he just led, gave a great response drive to Notre Dame going down the field and punching in a touchdown on their opening drive. Tennessee State responds by putting some sort of points on the board, and then you just swap out your quarterback for no reason. Another worst thing I saw this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Brent, I was said this earlier that Notre Dame has not been tested, and Brent says Notre Dame hasn't been tested yet. I mean – They've won by a combined 98 to six. <laughs> you know, so I don't know if you're joking or like if you're like, but they've won by a combined 98 to six. Would you say they have really been tested yet, Jess? I don't think that they've been tested yet. No, uh, Tennessee State was not a test. I would say that. The I mean, you only... can say that there's a test with the Navy option and all that stuff, but yeah, still. I would say that the discipline required for Navy is a, a bit of a test. But outside of that, I don't necessarily see a, a true test for this team yet. And I think North Carolina state is, you know, it, it's a, it's an introduction back into the power five. It's a noon kickoff on the road. There's just a lot of things that you have to do to be prepared for that game uh, for, for the circumstances that were just kind of outlined. Brent says he's also temporarily moved from Monterey to the Hills of Prunedale and he's going to miss companions. I, I don't, I don't blame you. I miss it already. Just and it's crazy because Notre Dame's targeting call uh, was a it was was directly from what was taught to them. You know, Marcus Freeman gave a tackling demo on the Dan Patrick show, lead foot, lead shoulder. Um, that's exactly what what Carter did on that hit. And I still will go to the grave saying that he led with the shoulder, and that was the first thing that initiated contact. So if you're a coaching for a, a coach for Notre Dame, I don't think you can be mad because you he did what he was taught. At the end of the day, you know. Yeah, I guess I can. I I, I don't disagree with 
that. But it is what it is. Have to move on again. Well, luckily, you know, it happened in the first half, so exactly. we don't we have to worry about it for NC State. Yep. He, he won't have to miss any time against NC State because it happened in the uh, first half against Tennessee State. 